The Six Pointer Podcast. Blah, blah, blah. But one of 
has to be, if you have a man extra than the opposition, how can you keep the ball and shift the ball to maximise the extra man and just kill the game? You don't have to score, you don't have to do anything flash, you just need to see the game out. And I don't think we did that. Well, what was quite interesting well, obviously, me, obviously, well, what was quite interesting to me is that I was speaking on the board about how we was obviously playing a week now and then this Season and with the game of fitness, which potentially won them this game. I think they were pitting Russell sort of well, closing down correctly but then I would all that went out the window as soon as we kicked off the second half and we seemed to have a zip in our step the ball moved quicker we pressed quicker and we seemed okay and so maybe it wasn't fitness in the first half maybe it was something else but it's a very easy uh, excuse or explanation to fall back on but it did seem to me like we just started to run out of legs Right at the end, just before we conceded, Zaha doesn't get the ball. Benteke gives away the ball, fanning around with Zaha. It's a separate conversation. But then Zaha just stood and watched. And uh, granted, he is 60, 70 yards, and as the ball comes up the pitch, he doesn't move 80 yards from the action. I'm not expecting him to put in a goal-saving block. But there was no feeling of, this is a 94th minute, We've just turned over the ball. Let's bust the gut to get back. Give everything I've got left in the tank to, to get back up. And maybe I'll get a rebound or a broken ball. Or, you know, Zaha just stood there and watched, feeling frustrated that he didn't get a ball off. It's okay. Now, I don't know if that's attitude or um, fitness or Benteke did fill in. So maybe, maybe that's just a Zaha reads the game that we had 10 back and he can afford to be the one. So, there's different ways of looking at it, but Schlupp looked like he was broken. Uh, Zaha at that point looked like he didn't have it left in him to get back. There did feel a little bit across the team as if we just. There was a moment when PVA had the ball on the left hand side and we were all urging him to surge forward, play a give and go. Carry the ball. So I, was, I, was, the ball. I was shouting all game, carry the ball. Yeah, check your and, 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 and I don't think he had that in, the legs in him either. So I don't know if that's symptomatic of 
an early game in the season. I don't know if that's symptomatic of the amount of or lack of fitness work we're doing. I don't know if that's just a one-off. But we definitely didn't seem to have enough energy for the side today. So, so you mentioned Christian Benteke there. I mean, something I missed because I went for a week at the time is that Benteke had a chance and you said it was an open goal opportunity for him. Talk us through that and, and, and your thoughts and feelings behind that situation. Because obviously, I, I, I yeah, didn't yeah, see it. It was an open goal, but any striker, any Premier League striker should be scoring it, I, I feel. He's so not just the fact that he's low in confidence, you think it's something else as well? Um, no, confidence could be behind it, but I don't... I don't, I'm not reliant on confidence as an excuse as a factor. So he stepped into the area. He's dealt with it nicely in the build-up. He has cut inside one defender, I think. And he's dummy to shoot and has bought the slide tackle off either the same defender or a second defender. So he's now got a defender on his arse. And another defender's coming to close him in. So he's got that window to shoot in. So he's shot at the right time. Stepped inside his man. Little dummy. Put the defender down. And if he'd taken another touch, it would have been one too many because the cover would have got across to him. So he picked the right moment to shoot and it was just straight at the keeper from maybe 12 yards out. It sounds very similar to the shot he had against Tottenham last week. There was a lack of conviction. I wouldn't say rolled it to him, but if he goes right or left to the keeper, if he opens his body up, if he closes his body in and pulls it back the other way, I feel he's got a score, and if he doesn't, he pulls a fantastic save out of the keeper, and you say, you say, do you know what, you've done everything right there. But instead, he didn't seem to make his mind up. He sort of levered it straight at the keeper, and a bold opportunity, 12 yards out, with just you 1v1 versus the keeper, with a bit of pressure, but I'm not funny, you know. For that level of elite athlete, for that level of elite sportsman, you should be finishing that. Maybe perhaps that was pretty indicative of Palace's performance today. Well, obviously Shot missed uh, another one later on where, again, at that level of elite sportsmanship and athleticism, regardless of what they paid, that's not into it. But for the fact that these are the the best 11 or 12 or 14 players that Crystal Palace can field at that point in time. These fellas should be scoring those type of opportunities. Especially given the fact that Palace actually have got a full squad to put yeah. Apart from Conor Wickham, but that's nothing new. But I mean, so yeah, I, I completely agree with you. And I guess a thoroughly disappointing afternoon overall for Palace, given the first half performance and the way the game ended. So, um, so the first half was a bit flat, and I think I said at half time I thought it would be one all, but that's just because it, it felt flat. After we scored straight away, and then we had 15, 20 minutes of aggression and possession, I, I couldn't. I, I didn't feel like we had a loss in us. That Wolves guy man down. Everything, all the signs were there for us. We're at home. The crowd were, were up for it. We're a goal up. We're a man up. I don't know what more we would need to take home three points than that. Those five goals, perhaps, but you know, like, <laughs> would have been nice. Five, All right, yeah, yeah. It's, it's fine margins at this level, and all the fine margins went our way, and yet we still couldn't convert. And that is that's fundamentally sloppy. It's not Benteke's fault, it's not Schlupp's fault, it's not PBA, it doesn't come down to the individual, it's not Roy, but as a club and as a team, we have to look at ourselves there and say that. Unfortunately, that second half, especially the way we responded after going. 
to man up, yeah, was not good enough. We need to be able to close that out. Completely agree with you there. I, I don't think there's any more point egg, over egg in the pudding, especially since we're both here with a beer and Chelsea Liverpool is only my glasses on six minutes in or so. So I think it's probably a good part uh, to end the modern. Ian, thank you very much for the debut. Hopefully, thank you for next, having me. Next weekend, we're at your stag do in Barcelona. We have a few more guys, and I've got a few more mics that I can bring along, and we might have a, an interesting discussion there. Interesting. Yeah. I, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't expect anything too analytical or intellectual. But, yeah. It might be good fun. Passionate, probably. It might be good, it might be good fun and definitely passionate, but we'll leave it there. And unfortunately, yeah, Palace are drawn. One of all round on the Wanderers, and uh, I think we're going to do the main pod tomorrow night anyway, to discuss the rest of the weekend's action. So uh, we'll speak to them. But Ian, again, back to you in a few times. The Six Pointer Podcast.